With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to More Than Amuse podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and you on important and forgotten Hello, female everybody. artists of Welcome the past. Welcome back to another week with More Than Amuse. My name is Sadie. And I'm Stani, and thanks for being here. Um, we're really excited today because we have a really great interview with a singer and songwriter in Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, she's really awesome. She actually found us through TikTok, which is super cool. Um, and she has like quite a following there. Um, her name is Brina K. And yeah. yeah, it's a really great interview. So yeah, like I mentioned, like very casually on the call, like she's just living my dream by just moving to Nashville. So good for her. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was great to talk to and her music's really good. I like I went to the gym a couple of days ago. Well, when yeah, when she messaged us and it was great music to work out to and it's very like it's like pop country, but I feel like it's more like mm. popish. Yeah. I loved it. It was good. I'm was excited really to go and listen. She's really great and she had a lot of great words of advice and just cool mm -hmm. things about like her life as a songwriter in Nashville and everything. So, yeah. but before we get into the interview maybe we can do like a little bit life update because we are also yes. artists working on things yes we are and i know stani is at the end of her big project <laughs> oh my gosh yeah like literally my life's work at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just finished a 200 page book on female graphic designers so there's like 15 of them throughout history and yeah, I like wrote and designed this entire book about these women that I didn't know enough about. And it literally took every second of my whole life for the past couple of months. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Just like literally blood, sweat and tears. But you know. <laughs> but hey, you made it. You did I it. I did. Yeah. So now I sent it to the printer on Monday and I'm literally just waiting for it to ship. And then I finally get to see everything and hopefully there's no mistakes that I find afterwards because that would suck. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So that's kind of in the major thing. And then I know I've talked about like my artistic inspiration book yeah. that I've been working on as well. And then, yeah, just some stuff for work. We're doing like a zine on decolonization. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Like. It's the end of the semester, so it's really busy, but I'm finally seeing everything come together, and it all looks good. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, finally, like, the light is at the end of the tunnel as yes. the projects are slowly becoming real. I know. It's concepts. like, oh, I feel like I can finally breathe because, like, that stupid book, that is not stupid. I've just been calling it a stupid book because I was, like, so ready to be done. <laughs> 
once it's yeah. like in your your hands then it won't be stupid anymore yeah it'll be the, whatever, no the work of art that it will it'll be. be cool it has like it's hard bound and it has like a dust jacket and everything Ooh. so it's very fancy i feel very cool about it what about you what have you been up to well i have been scheming and writing and recording music for some EP that will be out by the end of the year. I don't know when. My goal is to have everything done by June so that the okay. second half of the year can be releases like every other month of a song. That will be exciting. So, yes, been trying to figure out if I want a different artist name, which I, I think I have one, but I'm and very I nervous. And I love it. I don't I'm think gonna, it's cheesy. I'm kind so, of obsessed. I need feedback from the listeners because so obviously y'all know my name is Sadie. Mm -hmm. But I've always loved the name, like the word Daisy. But if I spell Daisy, D-A-S-I-E, it uses the letters of my name. Mm -hmm. And it's Daisy. And I, I, I like that. So. I love it. I feel like for the pop music that I'm doing, like it's like moody pop is kind of the vibe. I don't think Sadie Anderson is a is a, the name for that. So we've, <laughs> we've been we've been playing with the concept of personas the last couple weeks, so that's been fun. I love it. I think it fits in a very cool way, and I like the different spelling of it. So cool. I'm totally I, on board. I know. I appreciate your valid. Like, I feel like your validation. I was like, okay, cool. Like yours is the first outside source other than my husband that like yeah. gave me the validation so I was like okay okay and then everyone else I've talked to they're like I could see it and I'm like okay mm -hmm. perfect yeah. now I just have to decide if I'm gonna make a new Instagram or if I'm just changing my current Instagram because that's because it's still my that's my personal Instagram but like mm -hmm. but I'm also mm -hmm. like I don't really want to start debate. from scratch yeah I feel like you could just change it maybe yeah I've also been building my tiktok following by posting taylor swift theories online and i am not ashamed of it so oh my gosh i'm so obsessed with sadie's tiktok so everyone go check it out <laughs> literally everything she posts i'm like ooh, ooh. <laughs> i i so, i told jordan yeah. i'm like jordan this is my plan i'm like i am going to get followers and i know how loyal these swifties are so mm -hmm. if i can get them to be my followers and they know how much I love this woman, as in Taylor Swift. That means they have to listen to my music, right? And, oh, yeah. And also, I just love talking about Taylor Swift on the internet. Definitely. As you all know, who have been listening yes. to this podcast for any length of time. So, And it's literally <laughs> so entertaining. So definitely enjoy it. I treat my TikTok like a Finsta, on the other hand. So kind of loving it, but don't I go follow me. I did it first. So, but then a <laughs> couple people I know started following me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just embracing this for what it really I is. I know. Yeah. Like, if I can come up with, like... I have a really hard time committing to, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, uh, graphic design. Like, I'm not going to get on here and be, like, you are a boss lady, and you can do it, and you can make the money. And that's what a lot of graphic design content is online. Yeah. And that's not my vibe. I cannot really see you doing that, which yeah. I'm saying with love, because <laughs> I like that about you. Yeah. I'd be, like, okay, whatever. Go do your thing. Like, I just... Like, I'm not... <laughs> I am not a motivational speaker. So yeah, that's not really my thing. So I don't really know what my little niche for TikTok is. But if you want to see cute videos of my dog and then me talking about random stuff, then then I'm there too. <laughs> then you're there. 
We're both on TikTok being a little absurd. (laughs) The funniest one, and it wasn't probably even that funny to anyone else, but you know the audio that's like, I hate all men, but and then he goes, when he loves me. I literally did it with a video of Winston. So, Aw, well, we love Winston. Yes. (laughs) So so that's the vibe of my TikTok. Um, Also, you should talk about Songwriting Simplified. Um, Oh. I know, I think you mentioned it briefly when your class opened, but. Yes, I'm still figuring out exactly what Songwriting Simplified is, but the goal is May 1st to like formally better launch it. I have an idea for like a free training I'm going to be like offering and like a kind of like a contest Mm -hmm. where it's like basically if you get the free training, you can like the contest will be to work with me and another producer on a song. So I'm just trying to figure out the details with my producer who is also yeah. a producer that I'm writing a song with for my EP that we've been doing a lot of writing on it recently. So that's That's fun. awesome. Yeah. Um, is it the same one we interviewed? Um, no. I'm working with oh, – I've okay. been mainly working with two producers. One of them is Becky Willard, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, and she's been amazing. The first song I put out is going to be one that she's done. Cool. And I'm I'm so 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 excited. I've heard like the second draft and I'm just like obsessed with it. So mm. I'm excited to hear the final product. That's awesome. And and then there's another guy who I met kind of serendipitously, which is funny how that always works out. Like mm-hmm. I kind of met him randomly and now I think it, those two are going to be the ones who help me out and you know, he's like almost becoming like a business partner here. So just That's funny awesome. how life works out. Yeah, and I'm doing the branding for Songwriting Simplified. So Yeah, and Stani's doing the branding. <laughs> so supporting Songwriting Simplified is in a way like giving the stamp of approval on both of our works. So Yes. And I'm kind of very obsessed with the brandings. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I will be too. I'm really excited <laughs> to see. <laughs> yeah, we're still fine tuning it, but I'm low key very obsessed. So yes. Well, I am then very excited as well. I'm I feel like all like the, the stage of life I'm in right now is like all the, like like you know like those like annoying like Instagram posts where it's like or like vague Instagram stories where it's like so much going on like can't wait to show you guys like <laughs> cooking something up here like big things I actually, coming yeah something's <laughs> coming I actually kind of do feel like that is my life and every single day I I resist the temptation to be like something's coming everyone follow oh, along no so I, I just feel tell that because it's year. like I'm working on something cool you'll all see it eventually because <laughs> it takes so much time <laughs> well I feel like that's enough about us I feel yeah. all the people who are like listening who are like from Brina's I know they're following. like shut she's up, probably like please. who are these girls we don't care so thank you for listening thank you for being a part of this journey if you want to go check anything out that we've done you can yeah. <laughs> and also we have a lot of fun episodes I think for um people to go check out whether yeah. or not you're a music lover or an art lover or both um we've kind of got a little bit of everything here well we can get on with the interview then Yes. So enjoy this interview. And thanks for listening. Do you want to start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Well, my name is Brina Kay. I'm originally from uh, the Chicagoland area. Mm. I went to college at the University of Nebraska. And while I was there, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And 
from a young age, I always loved music. I always loved to sing and perform. I learned the violin in kindergarten and musical theater and dance. So Mm -hmm. by the time I was in college, I was a journalism major and I found myself taking like music classes that I didn't need to take because I missed doing that. And then um, upon graduation, I kind of had sort of an existential crisis, I guess. Like I could either continue down this normal adult path or I could just up and move to Nashville, Tennessee and try to make it as a songwriter. And that's what I decided to do. And so I actually accidentally graduated early because I studied abroad a couple of times and took some some classes in the summer because I thought I was behind Mm -hmm. because I switched my major a couple of times. But uh, yeah, I graduated early. And during that kind of one month period while I was waiting to finish out my lease before moving, I got together with a acoustic duo. And so I kind of played with this band all throughout that summer and then made move down to Nashville. And it was definitely a whirlwind. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know a single person. A lot of things went wrong. I got a job in an ice cream shop and then lost it immediately. And my car broke down and all these crazy things, but oh I managed my gosh. to I managed to stick it out and make it work. And it's been a really fun adventure since. Wow. I hope to make the spontaneous move to Nashville here very soon. So you're like living my dream. So I hope that (laughs) just like ever so casually, I love just like that spontaneous energy of like, you know, I'm going to do this and I want to do it. So here we go. So how long have you been in Nashville now? I think it's been at least two years now, which feels crazy because it feels I know Nashville is a weird place to where it feels like time is moving slow and fast at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, it feels like I just got here, but at the same time, it feels like I've been here for like 10 years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's really interesting because things move very quickly, but there is like kind of that down home feel to it. It kind mm-hmm. of, in a way, it kind of reminded me of Lincoln, Nebraska a little bit um, with just like the, how nice people are and how welcoming and, supportive everybody is but yeah it's been it's it's been a whirlwind but it's been it's been a really fun time and I've met a lot of people and I've done so much to where it feels like it's been a long time mm-hmm. at the same time uh, there's still so much to learn so it feels like I've got a long way to go but I'm I'm getting on up there that's awesome wow. Wow. You said it was like really hard when you first moved there how long would you say it took before things started to feel like more together it's hard to say because honestly I feel like those first couple like weeks and maybe like that first month or two was kind of like a blur Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I you know I really thought I had it in the bag because when I went to college I moved away I didn't Mm -hmm. know anybody so I felt like I kind of already had that experience and I was like okay this is just another move is not the same thing (laughs) when it's not college because when you're in college you're sad for like five minutes and then you do sorority rush and you become friends with everyone on your floor and there's all these activities and do and ways to meet people but like I just moved into this apartment and it it was completely empty and my mattress is on the floor and I'm just like didn't even feel (laughs) like it was I felt like I was trespassing in someone else's apartment and then I'd Mm -hmm. only ever visited Nashville one time before just deciding to move there so I was like (laughs) I was like, do I belong here? Am I making a mistake? Like, what what the heck am I doing? 
Um, but there was, you know, people along the way. I actually, before when I was in Lincoln, I've had a lot of just very like serendipitous moments and like good timing, mm-hmm. good luck things that have happened to me. Yeah. I met an Uber driver who lived in Nashville for 10 years doing songwriting. Wow. <laughs> just like coming home from the bars one day. And she like gave me a connection uh, to a group that meets like regularly to talk songwriting and give feedback and help each other. So that was like a community I joined, um, which definitely helped. There's a Facebook group that was like Nashville women's group, Nashville girls group. And in that group, they had like meetups things. So I was able to make friends through that. And I don't know, just all this kind of thing. The day I lost my job at the ice cream shop, I went to a barbecue with a friend and ended up meeting my producer who did my first song for me for free. For some reason, like he thought I was wow. something in my work and was like, hey, we can do this song together to kind of see if we gel together. And that was perfect because I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we did my first song, Horizon, which was like pretty successful for my first song. Yeah, I've listened to that. It's very good. I went through your whole Spotify. Yeah, I love that one. That was awesome. Hey, thanks. So yeah, I mean, that literally that I mean, I could have changed the whole course of everything if I hadn't gotten fired from an ice cream shop that that morning, I was supposed to work that afternoon. And since I wasn't working, I went to this barbecue. And then now I have that song and then all the songs that followed because me and my producer work really well together. So that's amazing. I love like those moments of like seeming failure, right? Of like losing your job and like like, obviously I'm sure in that moment, you're like, of course, you know, here I am in this new city. I lost my first job, but like, you would have never known that like that would lead to your first single, you know, which is like cool how that happens. Yeah, definitely. Was, you know, at the time, very stressful, but looking back, you know, you're happy that things happen. So that's, I think that's like a big thing too, is just like, do the thing, get to Nashville. You don't need to know what exactly you're doing. If you put mm-hmm. yourself in a position for good things to happen, then good things will just happen by accident. You know? Yeah, totally. Like just <laughs> take that, that jump. <laughs> so I kind of want to talk, kind of go back in time. So, cause you did violin when you were in kindergarten casually, um, <laughs> but now you're like country pop songwriter. So where were those influences growing up? And did you have like specific artists that like you looked up to and that you loved or like, when did that, or even just songwriting, when did that start with you? Yeah, so I, from an early age, I was very much musical theater kid. Oh, so yeah. I did all, like, the local Christmas musicals. I did musical in high school. Um, I did a couple national anthems at, like, our minor league baseball game. I was a very, like, energetic child who needed an outlet, and that was like, a really good outlet for me because I was just bouncing off the walls all the time. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where the performance bug kind of you know got me and then as far as music I have always been like a huge fan of the chicks we had their cd in my car when I was little and like I just wanted to listen to that cd Mm -hmm. all the time anytime we're driving in the car I want to listen to that cd I sang traveling soldier was like my go-to uh cover song for everything for auditions when I could so I think like that's kind of where the country influence came from and then yeah. because of that I liked other country music so I think that's kind of you know and I was into all the everything 
that kids were into so like yeah well and all that but I think like the chicks is where that which really made me like enjoy country and it was really Mm -hmm. awesome to see like a group of women just killing it and doing awesome so yeah I think I think that's where it started and then I wrote my first song in high school Mm -hmm. um I remember it specifically was after an English class where we were just talking about like mediocrity of like suburban America and like kind of just just discussing that theme and I was like that's kind of a cool a cool concept so I went back and wrote a song um about that and I was like okay that was that was pretty fun um that's cool and I'd always been like it's interesting I didn't really start the songwriting until later but I'd always been a very strong writer as far as like in English class and language arts like I love writing mm-hmm. essays I like writing poems so mm-hmm. I think both were always kind of there and then when I decided to combine them I was like okay yeah this this is it so I did that in high school and then kind of put that on pause in college when I was kind of getting away from the artistic stuff and then I came back around and started doing it again I was like I like this I'm gonna keep doing this yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome you said you got a degree in journalism right yeah so I yeah. ended up with journalism degree with a ad- advertising and public relations emphasis okay yeah journalism that probably comes in handy with like writing songs right at least <laughs> all of the background <laughs> on writing <laughs> yeah it's in like any kind of just being able to put words together in a way that's like has a voice I think mm-hmm. you know my teachers always said I was I, was, I had like a strong writing voice mm-hmm. um, and I think I like I like to read a lot too when I was younger so I think I've just like really enjoyed communicating and telling storytelling which I think is a big aspect of my writing especially and another thing I appreciate about country music is that it is very like story driven yeah but yeah the journalism and that like it helps too as far as like promoting myself too so that's that's helpful yeah I feel like the hardest thing about being like an independent musician and like doing it like because I actually got a degree in music like commercial music and all of my friends who I met like in that degree it's like okay that's great but now like when it comes to promoting ourselves and doing everything we're like well we'll just see how it goes and like see (laughs) figure this out you know so I'm sure that is a benefit to like have that yeah it definitely helps and I think too just for any other like artist or mm-hmm. you know aspiring artist who might be listening it's it's a really important mindset to think of yourself not just okay I'm an artist but like I'm the CEO of my, my music company I mm-hmm. think like that mindset shift for me really helped me kind of go after opportunities and keep track of all my my expenses and you know it helps during taxis and literally just to okay like this is my business I'm the CEO I'm the label head I'm all these things and then you can really start to feel more like your fate is in your own hands versus I need to get a record deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, I think that mindset too is kind of like helped me not take everything so deeply personally too. Cause then if like, it's some, if something I'm doing is being rejected, it's not like me as a human being. It's like the artist project who I'm the CEO of, you know what I mean? So then that way it's like, it's still me. And obviously it's like my art. So it still feels personal, but it doesn't feel as soul crushing. I think. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. Um, where do you get inspiration for writing your music? You mentioned like the English class and then like, what about now? Where do you pull from? I feel like I pull from a lot of places. I definitely am autobiographical. So I talk about things that are in my own life. Uh, what's really fun about Nashville is the co-writing culture. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's really fun to get together with other writers and, you know, create a song that's based on all of our experiences where we can both like add elements to it. So I think that's really cool. Uh, you know, current events, I'm, I keep up with the news. So sometimes if something's going on, I'll have something to say about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to think what else. Other songs that I hear. I think just being around other artists really like it makes you think in a way that you don't normally think. So I think I think 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 I'm saying think a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I pull a lot of inspiration from just observing the way that other artists are seeing things and kind of pushing myself to look at similar things but in different ways. And Mm -hmm. also there are tons of like exercises you can do. Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing I learned, which was really cool, which led me to write, like, one of my favorite songs was, you know, take something well-known and write the opposite. And it was really cool. One of the artists in my uh, group wrote a song called Free Your Horses instead of Hold Your Horses. But then the song was about, like, freeing your horses because there's a fire and you have to let them go. So, yeah, like, just things like that. There's so many cool, like, ways to to write a song and it's yeah it's just so fun to do all the time I just want to do it forever (laughs) I feel like that's like what makes it so fun though is it's not the same thing every time like Mm -hmm. like you said like sometimes inspiration comes from a current event or from a personal feeling or sometimes it's almost just like the fun and the energy of your collaborators and I think like that's what makes it so intoxicating is it's just like you never know what what where it's going to come from but it always it always comes eventually (laughs) yeah and it's so cool because there's so many different ways to approach a song and I think everybody has their own style so when you come together you you learn different ways to write from other people I know my song heat of the moment uh, that was a co-write with my producer and normally I, I'll do lyrics and melody and things like that and then go produce this but we we're like we're just gonna write this with like in real time with production we had the idea of I want to write a song about how how awesome Chicago is in the summertime because winter is so bad that oh, yeah. <laughs> the summer, like everybody lives it up in the summer because it's only, it's so brief and so fleeting and it's so horrible and cold in the winter <laughs> that we just like, you know, so that was like just the idea we went with and he started putting together instrumentals and he started saying, okay, like, ooh, let's add this, let's add this. Started with the instrumental first, got the feeling and then went with the lyrics and that's one of my favorite songs ever. And it never would have turned into what it did if I had written it the way I usually write. That's cool. I was going to say like with listening through your music on Spotify, I think I added that one to my spring 2021 playlist. So (laughs) that one was my favorite as well. (laughs) So it's cool to hear that story of how it came together. Like I almost actually moved to Chicago, but then I didn't because of the pandemic. Now I'm in my parents' basement. So I'm really glad that I do not have to survive those winters that I've heard so much wonderful <laughs> things about. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it builds character and it makes yes. you, it really makes you appreciate summer mm-hmm. when it's very cold, but it's also why the summers are so epic and so fun. Yeah, I was going to say I've been to Chicago during the summer and it was pretty wonderful. So... <laughs> We're going to take a quick break just to spotlight one For of those of you who are new or don't know, every single um, episode we like to highlight female artists that we find online or that we know personally in mm-hmm. order to just help increase 
their awareness and bring more attention to them. And so I found this artist on TikTok and she's kind of like a semi-abstract painter, I guess you mm. could say. And I'm obsessed. Her stuff is so cool. Um, her name is Talia Stanton and that is her username on Instagram and I think also on TikTok. But it's spelled T-A-H-L-I-A-S-T-A-N-T-O-N. And it's the coolest stuff ever. Um, it's basically portraits of women, but then with cool stuff added in. <laughs> I, like, don't know how to explain it, but she, like, adds in other elements of, like, wings or, like, different colors and flowers and everything. And they're huge. They're these giant paintings. They're literally so cool. Whoa, this is amazing. Isn't it cool? I am obsessed with this. I know. I want one. I say that every time I find an artist, but it's like, I want a house full of art. Like, the most recent one she did, she literally just started the TikTok by, like, slapping paint on the canvas. And then she's, like, scribbling with a crayon, and you're like, what the heck? And then all of a sudden, she, like, backs up, and it's, like, this beautiful portrait with, like, these flowers and wings, and the colors are stunning. And it's like, what the heck? Like, art is so cool. (laughs) I, like, literally watched that as you said it, where <laughs> yeah. I, like, saw her scribble with the crayon and then take that step back. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yep. That's what it, that's what it is. Okay. Yes. Stunning. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally so cool. And she has prints online for sale. Um, they're Ooh. in Australian currency. So, I do not know what the United States conversion of that is. But it looks like they're about 25 Australian dollars. Oh, but they're so beautiful. Yes. And I think they're actually bigger. I saw a thing where she was like printing them and I don't think they're like small fine art prints. I think that they're like poster size. Can get up to 34 by 44. Oh, that's $600. (laughs) But if you get it 12 by 16 or 8 by 10 is $24.95, which is pretty good for just like a 12 by 16 is $50. Like for your gallery Mm -hmm. wall. Oh my gosh, I like really want one. Like I know. They're so cool. Right? That's (gasps) the one she did the video. I love the embrace one with like the sunflowers. But she does commissions as well and like gives people the actual like giant real art. And I'm sure it costs so much, but I'm like, oh, one day wouldn't it be so cool to be like, I want something based on this. And then she just like creates this cool painting for you. Oh my gosh. I if I had $600 to spare, I know I'd buy it, it one right now. It would be spent right now. Like without <laughs> alas, I do not have $600 to spare. Yeah, but. I don't either. But I wish I did. <laughs> All right, guys. We got to get sponsors for this podcast so we can start buying people's <laughs> art. Let's go. We Let's want to buy some it. art, so join our Patreon. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't need you to fund a personal art collection, but if you wanted to. But it'd be cool if you did. (laughs) I just, I love art and I want to own so much of it. And so every time I run across someone on TikTok, I'm just like, "Ah, I want to buy all of the things. (laughs) When I'm rich. Eventually when I'm rich is my life motto. And then they say manifest and just act like you already have it and it's like like, okay cool then i'll just go drop six hundred dollars on that painting to manifest more money but i can't how it works (laughs) no they say you can't spend the money you don't have but then i don't know i i'm still working on the whole manifesting thing i believe that there is actual truth behind it but do you want to okay i with my job at work 
I am like a supervisor and I like monitor agents and like give them feedback. Mm-hmm. So I had my one-on-one with this woman today and um, I love this woman. She is the wisest person I think I've ever talked to. Anyways, wow. very brief kind of we were talking about that today in our like work meeting so casually mm-hmm. but she was talking about this is such a I don't even know where this came <laughs> from but I wanted to tell someone because I thought it was so beautiful so my she was basically talking about the fact that like what she does she, I think she does a lot of like meditation and like she does a lot of coaching with individuals and businesses to kind of like help them figure out like the roots of their problems and like kind of use like these different practices to mm-hmm overcome it right and she was talking about the fact that a lot of the times like our like our reactions or our emotions they're like symptoms of the deeper problems right and something that I thought she said was so beautiful so she went and got a master's degree in something and for one of her classes she had to go and observe like someone give open get like open heart surgery right and she talked about how um that was like a huge moment for her because from her perspective, she's like, we are taking out these organs. We're ripping bodies open. Right. But the body knows how to put itself together and to heal itself. And she's like, so that like ability to heal oneself is like innate in all of us. Like it's something that our bodies naturally do. And so that means we can like do that emotionally. So, so she's like, so what I want to do is like help people realize that that ability to heal themselves for like their emotional traumas is just as real as their their body's ability to heal itself for its like physical traumas and i just huh. like really like that parallel and that sentiment of like your body knows how to heal itself and not just physically like it can do that emotionally too and i just thought it was such a beautiful i sentiment. love that especially like right now in my life where i feel like i'm going through emotional heart surgery yeah where it's like <laughs> Your body knows. Like, your yeah. body knows what to it's do. It's like, it's okay. You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, it, it doesn't have the answers in that. Mm-hmm. But I thought that that was just, like, a nice sentiment of, like, it's okay. Your body knows how to heal itself. And I was like, oh, I'm, like, almost, like, getting emotional on our work call. I and know. I was like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, how about let's trade? I'm like, every yeah. month that we have these calls, can you just, like, teach me something new? Seriously. And, and then I'll, we can talk about work after. Gosh, that's awesome. I've been hearing, this is kind of a tangent as well, but I've been hearing about the coolest forms of, like, therapy lately. And a lot of it's yeah. like that. Like, energy healing therapy or, like, psychotherapy. And I'm just like, yeah. Huh. Or hypnotherapy. I I have friends that are actually trying this stuff out. And it makes me so intrigued. I know. I am also very intrigued by it all. Yeah. It's like I went to therapy, like normal therapy, for like nine months last year. And it was fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we were like, (laughs) it's not like I went in and they're like, you have deep-seated emotional childhood trauma. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, ah, I'm anxious all the time. (laughs) Like, I'm going through it. It's fine. (laughs) So it's always interesting to me when I hear people talk about like energy work with therapy or like hypnotherapy and like how it does different things for them. And I'm like, huh, interesting. I know. I'm also very intrigued by it. And so I told her, I was like, listen, I'm like, I know not a lot about this, but if you have mm-hmm. any wisdom you would like to impart on me. Yeah. Wow. She has a very like cool life story too. And so whenever she talks to me, I'm just like soaking in all this wisdom because That's I'm so like, cool. you know your stuff. I can just I, feel uh, it. 
I love people like that. Um, okay, no. my spotlight. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is like the most tangent <laughs> episode. Okay, so this one is like a um, earring accessory shop, maybe. Ooh. She does homemade jewelry. It's Havenly Co., I believe. So it's H-A-V-E-N-L-Y-C-O. Um, a cool thing about her is she 15% of her profits go to victim advocates um and that's something that she's really passionate about and that she'll talk a lot about on her page but her earrings i think she primarily does earrings but also does like decoration garlands and things like that oh Um, the peeps they're so cute aren't they (laughs) they're so cute it's like exactly my vibe and all of her like spring stuff i just adore are they felted yeah they're felted wow i know she has the coolest stuff and i'm just seeing that her daisy earrings are sold out and i'm sad because how perfect after my conversation of how my name will now be daisy okay but did you see the cd earrings because those (gasps) are sick so yeah if you need any like it's spring cute spring jewelry but also like there's a bunch of different vibes and it's really cute it's i'm pretty sure it's like all homemade which is Mm -hmm. awesome it looks like it she'll do different launches of like spring and really unique things that yeah are just really cool so check her out again that's havenly co so yeah everyone go check them out um and if there's more people that we should follow or you yourself are an artist then let us know so that we can follow you and spotlight you and highlight you and all the things All right, now back to the show. I kind of want to like shift to being a like a woman in country music because I know there's like so much talk about that, right? Like with women not getting radio play, like in the more mainstream. So I kind of want to know like have what your personal experience is and just like from your personal viewpoint, like what's it like being a woman in music? I don't know if you have like a story or something like specific, but yeah, anything I guess that you can offer with that. Yeah, I definitely say like, you know, there is a frustration there because you can see when all the Entertainer of the Year nominations are men and things like that, like, and even just listening on the radio, like hearing, you know, okay, this is not, there needs to be more women out here, like what the heck is going on? Um, So, I mean, that can definitely be discouraging on some days, but I think what's really great about like the community in Nashville is that like, you know, it is a lot of supporting each other and there are um like writers rounds that are highlighting women there's the women of country there's you know I think there's a lot especially now like a push from from female artists that are like hey like you know we're not just gonna sit back and 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 wait for our turn we're gonna go seize these moments and we're gonna demand that you know we get equal treatment and so I I'm I'm optimistic but I do think that there is still a lot of work to be done and I think um you know we're doing everything we can from the bottom up but I think you know higher places need to also make the initiative I always feel like that's the issue everywhere it's like (laughs) the bottom can be very strong but if the top doesn't switch then there's still an issue (laughs) and that's why I mean I think it's so great nowadays that it isn't such a hierarchical industry anymore with, you know, mm-hmm. social media and things like that. Like 
you know, you can build your audience and, and, and do all of that yourself. So I think just, you know, it can be discouraging, but at the end of the day, like we're all in charge of our own destiny to an extent. And we just totally. have to keep working, keep supporting each other, keep demanding that, you know, we get equal play and equal mm-hmm. pay. And um, hopefully, you know, as, as the needles move throughout history, it can, it can do so here again. And I think that's, it's so important to you because think back to me being a little girl and, you know, listening to the chicks and seeing them and saying, okay, if those women can do it, so can I. So like we need, if we want to have a generation or generations to come of female artists that are telling, you know, the stories that female listeners want to hear. And then we need to be, make sure that we're taking care of the ones that are up and coming and making sure they believe that they can do it too. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I also think too, like seeing like women like rocket as like independent musicians, you know <laughs> what I mean? Who's like, cause I mean, like you said, the, the resources are available. Like we all have social media. There's things that we can do it all by ourselves that we don't need a record label anymore. And it's like cool to see that. Cause like every Every time an independent woman, or not independent woman, independent musician, or both, independent woman musician, whatever, (laughs) like when they succeed, it's like they're doing it because of like you were doing everything, you know, like you're being record label head, kind of like you said, like you were the CEO making all the calls, calling all the shots. And so I think it's cool, especially like, like you mentioned, like with the other, like hopefully next generation of musicians to like see this like wave of independent musicians doing it successfully and creating this community and like thriving in those communities I just think like I don't know it's like inspiring to like be a part of and to like also see you know Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I think I would just encourage to anyone listening like when you see that songwriter playing on TikTok or you you know don't just like and scroll past that video like go follow that artist go see Mm because there is having moved down here and being around independent artists like my my favorites playlist has so many amazing songs on it from independent artists and I feel like you're really missing out on on so much amazing music if you only see what is mainstream not that music is bad in any way but there's just like you know there's so much below the iceberg that is just you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with it and every little bit of support will mean so much more to someone who is up and coming and really trying to to build and expand so mm-hmm. totally I agree like it's like every single comment follow share like those actually mean so much when like the person is putting like they're all into it and like yeah I love scrolling on TikTok because now my for you page is like all songwriters and I'm just like this is so fun like I love just like seeing these communities like form online and like you said like it's so fun to like support that and like see it grow yeah I think it's really awesome and I think there's like you know, there's so much more to country music than, than the stereotype. And I think there's so much, there's a lot of diversity. And I think, you know, there is a push, not just for more representation with women, but of course. Um, more diversity, you yeah. know, like LGBTQ and, mm-hmm. and black artists. And, you know, there's 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 so much more that is like more to it. And there's so many amazing people making amazing songs that I really hope, um, you know, we just continue working towards that and having more people represented because that's better for everyone. We get all these yeah. awesome songs and more perspectives and more stories because, you know, that's 
you know, our strength is in our diversity. So we need, we need to have a lot of people in the mix if we're going to have awesome music. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like, especially cause like you mentioned earlier, like country music is so much storytelling. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't we want to hear everyone's stories through this medium, you know? Cause I think, you know, obviously country music is definitely seen to be for a very specific demographic, but what country music is, is like so much more than that. Like it's the detailed story, like heart-wrenching a lot of times songwriting that, like you said, like there's so much, there's so much like almost potential for like what future country songs could be that like grip at your heartstrings, but told through perspectives of people that we just haven't heard from yet. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Okay, so I kind of want to hear. I don't. Sorry, sorry, Stani. I don't mean to like cut you no, off. Oh, you're good. I'm a graphic designer, so I'm just enjoying the conversation. <laughs> I don't have as much input to put in, but I love it. <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> okay, cool. I like feel bad, but you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm the songwriter in this duo, yeah. so I'm always the one who's like, okay, cool. I have lots of questions. Then. <laughs> okay, so I kind of want to hear about your time in Nashville then, because. Like what has been maybe like your, what was your first moment of like, I made it here or like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like success. Like what was like maybe your first success? It doesn't have to be your biggest success, but like, when was the moment that you're like, okay, I meant to be here. This was a good decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <sighs> I know it's really hard. Cause there, there is a lot, there's a lot of like little victories. Mm-hmm. But then there are some big ones as well. I think the most obvious one would probably be to say when Horizon came out, because that song was literally born from just like sheer luck and like being at the right place and the right time and meeting my producer and like everything that had to come together for that moment. Mm-hmm. And then to have that song, you know, get on Discover Weekly and, you know, get on some playlists and kind of be my first like, okay, I, I am happy about every aspect of this song. So that was definitely yeah. a big moment for me. Um, I played a show at, um, I'm like blanking on the name of this place. <laughs> it's been, it's been, a, it's been a year since I've played. So, yeah. Um, but I played a show with um, some other artists that are from the Chicagoland area. And so uh, the headliner had actually had a lot of fans come and, like to to support them so it was kind of like a hometown crowd mm-hmm. where a lot of times in Nashville you're playing a writer's round and you know, people are half paying attention and enjoying their food and drinks and stuff like that but this was like a, this crowd was really into it so uh when I went up they were just like cheering and like some random gave me a high five and like, you know it, it felt really good to have an audience like really have people's attention and that mm-hmm. was like a day and my family actually was there for that show too and that was the first time they'd ever seen me play in Nashville so I think that was that was a big moment for me too there's also oh, a special show I played um it was out in Hendersonville it was for Sumner Fest which is kind of like kind of a summer festival for the community and uh that show was fun for two reasons one because it was kind of like you know, at a carnival and things like that, like they have like a field and everybody sits and there are people like way in the back. So I got to like shout out the people in the back row, which mm-hmm. I, I always want to do because I've always have like, you know, I, it's just been a thing. I always yeah. like concerts and stuff. I'm always in the back row because I can't pay that much for tickets. So <laughs> yeah, it's relatable. <laughs> and then two little girls wanted my autograph. So Aww, that was really cool. 
um so that's pretty sweet <laughs> and get my autograph and I was like yes that is so cool yeah I didn't even think about the fact that like with the pandemic everything kind of shut down has it been really weird trying to like still be a part of that songwriting and performing community during a global pandemic <laughs> yeah absolutely actually the literally the week everything like shut down was the week I had like my first full band show booked and I was that it was, oh man it was not fun because I that's something I've been working towards and you know it it takes a lot to if you don't already like have a band it's, it's hard to wrangle different players and get everyone to rehearse on the same day and everyone can make it and things like mm -hmm. that and like I, I was really looking forward to that I was going to debut my music video at that venue Oh and, no! Like, my family was planning like a girls' trip, so like all my aunts and cousins were gonna be in town. Like it was gonna be a big thing, and then yeah, that week it was like I don't. I don't also, I don't know if you remember that week, but just like the news was changing so fast, so it was like mm -hmm. oh, like no one really knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, like there's yeah. you know this this virus. What's that about? And then oh, there's there's cases over here, but they're not here yet. Oh, there's one at the Batman building. They had to have a crew come in hazmat suits and and mm -hmm. like you know, in Nashville, people you know we want the show to go on, so they didn't call it until like a couple days before, and I was just mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, the week prior, I was picking out what I was gonna wear, and then um, you know it it ended and. I haven't I haven't played live since because for me I'm like you know this is respiratory that could affect how I sing so I don't yeah. want to come out um in public or or taking any of those chances um and so that's been hard but has allowed me to do a lot of other things and lay the foundation for things I want to do like I had a kickstarter campaign where I raised oh, cool. money for um my EP that I want to record and I've because I've had time, I've been able to build up a following on TikTok. Um, and that following has been very receptive and very supportive. So I think, you know, and it'll be, it might be one of those things where it's like, hey, I got fired from my job, but it leads but, to something better now because I have all these followers who want to know what, what I've got coming up. So it's like the silver awesome. lining in it. You're able to do that. That's cool. I'm getting my vaccine on the 22nd, my second dose. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back to playing, to playing shows. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm that'll sure. Be awesome. I can only imagine. Yeah, everything shifted for like that year. It's like, great, everything <laughs> I had planned yeah. out the window. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, man. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your EP then? Like, so you're currently, are you in like in the processes of recording it right now or? Yeah, when you're planning on releasing it, whatever you whatever you want to spill the tea on with that, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Yeah, so I am very excited about this. It's my first EP before I've only re-single, so it's it's really exciting. I uh, worked with my producer, and we basically went through all of my songs mm -hmm. and narrowed it down to okay, these are ten we that are going to be contenders. And so right now we're in the process of recording demos for all mm -hmm. of them, and then I'm going to put those online, get feedback, see what people like, and then mm -hmm. narrow it down to five. And yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be, and I'm so excited because there's just so many songs that no one has heard besides me playing them 
out at writer's rounds and shows and things so yeah I feel like it's just it's really fun and it'll be my first kind of body of work instead of just a single song which is really important to me like I, I really want it to be like a very cohesive very like telling a story and all things like that so that's I'm, so exciting I'm really excited I'm really happy that there are enough people that wanted to support support me making that that they donated their hard-earned money to to be a part of it and yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah. I also I love the idea too of like putting it out to get feedback too so it's like you can kind of know what songs are resonating with people the most I think that's a good idea yeah definitely and I you know I want to know I want to know what everybody wants to hear and what they what they resonate with and what they're excited about and I really like I, I think it's important especially nowadays like I want the fans to be part of the process and feel yes. like they're included and that and they're in a way like you know they can they're part of it and it's mm-hmm. just you know it's it's for all of us so I'm I'm really excited there's a lot of cool cool stuff happening and um I'm, I don't have a release date set yet or anything because I want to make sure previously I would like set a release date before finishing everything and then it's just like a mad dash to be done and then yeah. I stress out. yes I have I, been there <laughs> so for this one I really want to have everything ready to go and then pick a date and then just go boom 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 and I'm hoping that just depending on what I'm able to do financially I want to do a music video or two um and and things like that so that's just, incredible how exciting yeah, I really, I'm really pumped. I'll be sure to, you know, give you guys any news that I have. Um, yeah, definitely keep us updated about it. Yeah, that would be awesome. And as far as like, if people want to get, you know, deals on anything or behind the scenes or news before everyone else gets it, then they should go to brinkkmusic.com and sign up to my email list because cool. I, anyone on my email list is kind of like my exclusive club. Like I send them things that are special and send them news before everyone else gets news. Love that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, We were definitely going to ask, like, where do you want (laughs) people to find you? So I Mm -hmm. like that. Everyone go subscribe to her newsletter, please. Yeah. (laughs) And then do you want to drop like your TikTok and Instagram usernames as well? We'll let everyone follow you there. (laughs) So I am at Brina, B-R-I-N-A-K-A-Y music. Um, Mm -hmm. That on Twitter, TikTok, um, Brina K on Facebook. yeah, you can for any much anywhere there's a platform, I'm on it. I've got all my links to everything on my website, reenakmusic.com. So one-stop shop if you want to just click, 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 add. Um, <laughs> I'd, I would love for you to follow me on Spotify and things like that. So of course. You get that notification when, when the songs come out. But yeah, yeah, I would greatly appreciate your follow. So <laughs> Of course. Um, I do have one more question that I just want to so let's say there is a up-and-coming songwriter listening and also me truthfully (laughs) so (laughs) I'm gonna listen to this too so what advice would you give to anyone who's like wanting to do this but hasn't done it yet for whatever reason maybe right like what advice would you give to any up-and-coming songwriter I would say you gotta just like you gotta just go for it like Mm -hmm. I think don't overthink it show up you know they always say the music industry is like lightning striking but if you go to where a storm is go to a very tall building or something and hold a lightning rod up your chances of getting hit by lightning increase so Mm -hmm. i think you know you you don't have to have all the answers you don't have to know what you're doing you don't have to have connections you just have to have like 
that drive and that will to succeed and put yourself in the position for miracles to happen and they will. So I think, you know, you have to have the audacity to believe in yourself because there will be a million voices, including your own saying like, you'll never do it. Like that's, that's not possible. You're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And you just have to say, thank you for your feedback. But no, like I (laughs) come here, I'm going to do the, do this. I'm going to end up, you know, at the Grammys with, and with a stadium tour, like Mm -hmm. just kind of jump in with both feet and, and make it up as you go and figure out as you go. And, and yeah, just, just, just believe in yourself because whether you, you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I love, love to. Oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, I just love it. I think that's great advice for everyone, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Not just musicians. Yeah. I love like the audacity to believe in yourself. Cause you're right. Like it can be horrifying to like, be like, yeah, I deserve this, but, but you do. So good for you. You're killing it. <laughs> Yeah, like I said you're like living like the very like typical not typical I'm not meaning that's like demean it but just like you know graduates college doesn't want the typical life moves to Nashville that pursues music like that's that's a good story so I'm excited to watch you continue thank you so much yeah I definitely want to check out check out your stuff too so we don't have we're work the future (laughs) releases in a couple months that'll be the stuff to watch out for but I appreciate the sentiment (laughs) yeah for sure like let me know and I'll I'll share it and you know if you move down here like I know I'm actually hope hopefully by the end of the year we'll be out there so I'll 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 hit you up when I do and we can we can meet up in Nashville (laughs) yay that's so exciting thank you again for talking with us and for all your great advice Hey, awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for, you know, responding to my random message and taking me up on on being here. I'm really glad I got to talk to you guys. Yeah, of course. Like I said, it's perfect timing. So it was perfect. Definitely. So thanks everyone for listening to that wonderful interview. Um, We're so glad that we were able to talk to Brina um, just about her experience and um, be sure to go and follow her on all of her platforms and pay attention for when her EP comes out. Sounds like it's going to be really great. I know I'm really excited to hear that EP I'm I know that's like such a process like I talked about I'm in my process of recording an EP right now and it's just so much time and energy and work so I'm Mm -hmm. just super excited to see see what she does and I'm excited that like we're following her along at this like not beginning beginning of the journey because she's obviously like had like been very successful and like done really cool things but it's cool that we're like towards the beginning of her career so we can kind of like continue to watch here so that's the cool thing if you listen Mm -hmm. to this podcast you can say in the future that you're like a brina k og and like yeah on this podcast (laughs) no definitely she's going places and um, I know that like even though I'm not a songwriter, a lot of the stuff she said really stuck with me as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's just cool to see someone out there living the dream, you know, living doing what the they want to do. Yeah. Well, yes. Thank you again for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and TikTok. If you've been liking the podcast, subscribe. Maybe leave us a review. Tell your friends. We'd really appreciate it. Definitely share it. Share it with all of your art and art lover friends. Um, we would really appreciate it. So, And we will talk to you next week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.